What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we will be unpacking minimalism. Okay, let's start the show. It is I, queen of everything. No, I'm doing okay. I went for a walk this morning very quickly. I might add, <laughs> it was not my normal two hour, um, you know, out in the sun walk. It was definitely, I'm on a mission to get some steps in, but I better mm. hurry up and get inside before I'm burned up. Because mm. it's hot as shit. Yeah. And I did this at like 930 this morning, I think. Mm. Well, it wasn't like it was, you know, super late either. But yeah. but it's been hot early lately. Yeah. I'm not playing no games with us. Definitely out here in the valley. Definitely feel the heat on my skin. <laughs> uh, but my what's my what's my baggage today hmm. uh i don't know people not following up like <laughs> it's something that happens a lot in my profession mm-hmm. where you'll email and you'll text and you're having a dialogue with someone and then all of a sudden the dialogue goes blank and then you're left thinking am i crazy or were we just in correspondence and then you just decided to just dip. dip. So yeah, it's a little, it's annoying, but I'm dealing like I always do, but it just sucks. Cause I wish, like, I like to move on, mm-hmm. you know, that's the biggest thing about, a t- at least with work, obviously I have my own issues in my personal life, but with work, this type of stuff, it's like, okay, this is a simple yay or nay. Let's just get it over with, you know? Uh, let's... We can't even move forward because yeah. you haven't given me a response. Yeah. And that... That's annoying. Yeah, it is. So Especially when you have to chase people. Yeah. And then I don't like feeling like I'm being, you know, stalkerish. <laughs> right. You know, just the fact that I was like, okay, I, I emailed you. Right. And then I text you. Mm. I gave you a phone call, you know? <laughs> And then I'll try to space it out because then it's then it's I don't want to be too eager because also it's a respect thing. Do you want the business or not? Right. You know, it's it's so it's a little tricky, but I'm managing. I feel that. I definitely feel that. What about you? What's your baggage? Oh, what is Katrina's baggage for the day? Um, I'm itchy. That's also funny to say. Uh, when you said that, all I thought about was The Simpsons, the itchy and scratchy show, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm itchy. So I know we just talked about this. I don't know what episode that was, but maybe last episode, the episode before that, whatever. You were talking about your issue with mosquitoes. They got me. They're all here gangbanging. <laughs> got me as of yesterday. I tried to like have a cute little dinner situation after work on my patio call myself doing something, had a little drink, some tacos, Taco Tuesday situation. They got me, ate me the fuck up. And I'm so upset about it. I was like, I saw one and I was like, 
that looked like a mosquito. That definitely looked like a mosquito. And then I was mad because I was like, why are y'all out here like this? And there's no water around. I was at a whole pool party twice in the last two months. And, and you didn't, didn't get, get and you didn't get anything. Bite. Wow. Didn't get a single bite. I'm sitting on my patio. There's no water nowhere to be found. There's nothing around there for no damn mosquitoes. And here it is. They're disrespectful. They just disrespectful. All up and down my legs, my thighs. Just, I'm so itchy today. And I'm, you know, I'm upset about it. <laughs> so I've been all over the internet. It's like, okay, what can I put out on the patio to get rid of the mosquitoes? Because them candles don't really be working like that. Nope. I can, I can put on the stuff. For me, I also haven't been taking my vitamin B because I thought I was good out here. Um, but I started taking my vitamin B today. I have like the bug spray and stuff like that, but I need something I can sit outside that'll last for hours and hours and hours and repel bugs because I don't want to have to reapply bug spray every time I go outside. Don't they have those little, or maybe that was just for flies, but remember they used to have these little traps? Well, not traps. They were like hang. They always look like <laughs> to me, it always looked like fluids if you were yeah. in a hospital or those something. Those flies. Oh, yeah. Well. And they stink. Those bags stink? Yes. The fluid oh. that goes in the bags, they stink. Oh. It smells like trash. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> no. I did find some little lanterns that you can put out that repel mosquitoes though so i think i'm gonna buy a couple of those for the patio um but yeah that is my baggage today i'm itchy your girl was trying to be out here enjoying her patio for the summer and the bugs got me they played me yeah well i can relate as i said before they definitely have been attacking me way more than normal uh luckily the last couple times i've gone out i mean it's so to me i'm so leery about it to the point that now i'm wearing long sleeves just to go from my house to the car to you know if i need to go downstairs to pass the pool mm -hmm. i'm just nervous that even yeah. if just going to throw some trash out i may get bitten yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to deal. I just don't want to got time for that. No, none of these creams is Benadryl and all this stuff. Cortisone. All, none of it works. None of it works. Okay. It just doesn't. The best thing I could say that I guess kind of worked was me putting my bare skin underneath the faucet just to the hottest water. Someone told me to do that like this as hard as you can stand it just do that a couple times a day over it and then that'll kind of take the sting out like other than that and some alcohol just plain old rubbing alcohol uh yeah nothing has really worked for me i'm a fan of rubbing alcohol and tea tree oil yeah i should i don't know i haven't i haven't had any tea tree oil but i heard good things yeah it usually stops the itch Take a nice little shower, get yourself real clean, and then rub yourself down with some alcohol. Let <laughs> me rub you down, even right. if it takes all night. 
No, not not let me rub you down. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a minute, but (laughs) oh gosh. I used to think that song, well, not used to. I think that song is so corny. I know, I know it was sign of the times and everything, but just the way he was singing, it just it didn't do it for you. No. (laughs) (laughs) It just didn't. He's like, uh, no. Even if it takes all night. Mm. He said, mm. It got <laughs> good to him. It got good to him. Yeah, girl. As it should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, anyways. Today's episode is about minimalism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really can't relate. I <laughs> am not a minimalist. <laughs> but any form of fashion yeah i will say that i am trying i'm trying in some departments to what do they say to decrease my carbon footprint mm. um eventually hopefully i can change over to an electric car like i have plans sure. but uh minimalist like only living really just With your basic basic, basic needs no i like things I do like things probably a little too much. I will say that I do need help in eliminating things. Any of my exes can, um, you know, confirm that, <laughs> that I did need help in that, that in certain departments, things that I keep for sentimental Sentiment, reasons, yeah. you know, all kinds of things. I, I remember one <laughs> would... I, which I thought was incredibly rude. Now, this is not, I'm not even talking about basic needs, but for me, like I keep small notes and things, you know, that people write, like I find like that's their, that memory in the moment, it holds it in. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just recall an ex just throw away every single thing. Not that what? I, not that I got them, but just in general, anyone got them. Not, um, gifts I and i don't they threw away the notes that you were saving no no no. they're oh, like girl. notes they were receiving so like if um, a, a woman they were dating or something they got a card from her or something like that they could read and they go oh that's nice and then they would trash it and i'm yeah. like wow this woman just wrote out like <laughs> all these words and how she feels and all this stuff or whatever. And you just throw her words in the trash. Mm. I thought that was just disrespectful. Sure. And so I don't know, not saying that that's like this, the whole thing about minimalism, clearly not, but I don't know. I like having some things. Yeah. Maybe not. Oh, of course, balance, but I feel I don't know. Eventually, yeah, somebody else is going to be wearing it or probably will go in the trash or, you know, when I'm gone. But until I am like, what's wrong with me keeping my stuff? It's my stuff. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's bad for the environment, but I feel like I would want to have some piece of my history. Sure. I just have to learn how to update. That's all. (laughs) Right. I think I think there are some perks to being a minimalist. I definitely would say for myself, I try to do better because I grew up in a household where like they bought things in bulk that they didn't really need to buy in bulk. But just because they they thought they or they felt like they needed to have an abundance of stuff. And Mm -hmm. I've had to come out of that, like, especially as a single individual who lives by herself, like, you don't need three bottles of 
the kitchen cleaner because you go, it's going to take you a month and a half to go through the one bottle. <laughs> like this is you true. You really don't need three of them. You really just need the one. You don't need to buy multiples. Um, so that's something I I try to do better about. It's like just buy what you need in this moment. I'm really bad about that with food sometimes too. Like, and sometimes it's because it just comes in larger quantities, and so then it's easier to buy the larger quantities, but and some of it might end up going to waste. So I try to do better about like scaling back, just buying what I need, buying one lemon instead of the bag of lemons because I need one lemon for this one recipe. Um, buying <laughs> one thing of dishwashing liquid instead of five <laughs> every time I go to the store. So I think there are some perks to it. I think it, it's reasonable. It saves cabinet space. You don't have as much stuff. It's you don't have the storage stuff because I don't have the storage space like that. So I think there are some perks to that. I think though, in today's society, it's gone overboard. And I like I look at how people are choosing to live life, which no judgment, but like. It just makes me wonder, like, what is the real purpose of this? Are you really trying to shift your carbon footprint? Are you, is it just a look? Is it just trendy? Like, what's up? Because the one thing that really bothers me and why I feel like it's, you know, part of the reason it's gone really far, I look at people's homes and obviously we're talking Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, things of that nature. I don't have TikTok, but I'm sure it's on there as well. Um, all of these like setups that people have are these very like cute, minimalistic, white, exposed wood, gray ambiance kind of. It's a lot of whites, a lot of grays and a lot of neutrals, which I don't have a problem with neutrals. I don't either. It's cute. It's cute. And then it's like glass, everything. It's giving psych ward. (laughs) It's It's very, it's, it's very dry it's very it's a museum it's it's not a a house it does not feel like a home I don't want to live in that I look at it and I go oh that's cute like that's really cute I want and then I think about it I'm like I don't want that in my house because I want to feel like I can lay on my couch and like kick my feet up and I want to feel like other people will feel comfortable sitting in here I remember I had my yoga instructor when I was taking my yoga teacher training, I had a white couch and invited us into her home. And like, it was such a thing around this white couch. And I was like, why the fuck do you have a white couch? Why do you have a couch that is white if you don't want people to sit on it? Like, it's gonna get dirty. Well, at least she didn't have no plastic on it, right? She didn't, but she needed to (laughs) because she was real picky and real careful around us being on the couch. Well, you bought a white couch for your living room and then invited us to come sit on it. You have to like, this is not adding up. If I buy a white couch, I'm gonna just know it's gonna be filthy dirty at some point and I gotta deal with that. But like, I don't know. That's too much stress for me. I want my house to feel like a place I can chill. Yeah, don't serve any reds in the white rooms, you know, because <laughs> most anything in there, girl. true. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> white wine will save too, and your cranberry juice and your tequila. <laughs> no, tequila doesn't stain. You don't drink dark tequila, do you? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the Nejo Reposado, but stain not as bad as the reds. On a white, um, white couch, it might. Um, might look like pee, actually. It would. 
I I don't know. It all kind of looks like a psych ward ish to me. Um, there's that. There's also, you know, I think everyone's on this kick of like declutter and we're going to, you know, we need to have less things. And I get it. I really do understand because trust me, you don't want to let it go overboard and then feel overwhelmed right. when it's time to get rid of stuff. Cause I've right. watched some of those, those, uh, pack rats, um, uh, you know, what are they called? Not hoarding episodes. Hoarding. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. watched some of those hoarders, uh, episodes and that is scary. It's mm-hmm. scary. So I can get, you know, having a healthy balance is maybe picking a couple times a year and say, hey, this is time we're going to clear some things out. You know, what do we not need? But just going with this, just like very vanilla aesthetic. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of I just wanted to have a little more personality. You know, right. even if even there's if no it personality, even if it was vanilla, maybe there's a red door or something, you know, right. or give it a pop of color, like give me something, you know, right. and I and this is coming from someone who I wear black all the time. So I can't even say that, you know, I'm the most but I, I try to give at least a color moment. You know, right. I might have all black on, but maybe I'll have on my, you know, my Prince Purple Reigns. <laughs> you know something or maybe if i'm wearing a white top then maybe i'll give them a pink or you know i try to give something but i don't know in the house i feel you know there should be art on the walls and pictures and people and things and accomplishments and you know like homey i don't know it should it's just, feel welcoming yeah it's not inviting. staged it's not yes. staged. it seems staged like for uh what is that magazine architectural digest it mm. seems staged for something like that or you're yeah. getting ready for yeah like you said like, like for people an are interview to look at the house mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it makes me wonder like do people actually live like that or is that because obviously we're in the age of social media influencers and so it makes me wonder like is this really the aesthetic of your home or is that just how you staged your your space where you record your recording space and if that is how you're living in your home like are you really living in your home like is it comfortable do you like it there maybe you're (laughs) renting it out maybe it's an airbnb maybe this is not even really your house and we're just seeing the staged house you know that's possible um, well, if that's true, I like that because I would hope that your home looks more homey. That's just me, though. No judgment. Um, but also, can we show people our real homes? Like, can we show? Not like, when you have money. No. Okay. I know they do that. They do that. And I'm putting in quotations. I mean, maybe it is their houses. I don't know. But I would want nobody. I don't care what magazine it is coming into my house and taking pictures just giving people like access, too much access, then they can stage well, your house and break I mean, in. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But I'm also talking like social media influencers. A lot of them don't necessarily have a lot of money. Okay, but what's so what type of social media influencer? Because there's like the posh one, the one that's like, oh yeah, I got this brand deal. And then there's the true minimalist where I've watched some videos with some girl. 
I saw this girl in here talking about her her apartment and she was going around her apartment and it was a was it a studio or one bedroom? No, it was a studio. She just looked homeless. She didn't have no furniture at all. I think she had some egg cartons to sleep on and then egg carton. Yes, girl that she built and then uh, and then she kind of turned it into like a mini little couch situation during the day. And then so there was like was, a day bed. With yes. Carton. Yes. And there was no furniture in the kitchen. I'm like, so what? Then it did. If you look in her fridge, she had one banana, one, this one that like everything was one. And I was just shocked. Even the down to the utensils, girl, the utensils. I'm like, you just look like you you're homeless. I but like, this is not a place to invite people to. Sentence, right? I'm, I'm just saying this isn't a place to invite people to because there's nothing what? There for them. There's nowhere for them to sit. There's nothing for them to eat with. And how much work did it take for you to do that? Because utensils don't come in one. Typically, <laughs> they come in sets. You can go buy one. You can. You can you go can, to like. Ma- but you typically, to like- they come in sets. Typically, yeah, but you could go to like Macy's or something and buy one like expensive and it's ass be set. A hell of a lot more expensive because you yeah. chose to buy the one. It'll last. So maybe. what are we really minimizing though? Because it'll last. I don't know, girl. Don't ask me. I'm pretty sure this set of silverware has been passed down for several generations, and it's still here. I'm rocking with it. But that's not just it. That's not just it. I think I don't know. If you're going to do all that, then to me, you don't even need the shelter, you know, then you should go the van life route, how they've been doing. I've seen uh, people living in their vans and not homeless people, you know, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're doing this you. by choice yeah. and they're, they're setting up showers inside the van. So they, <laughs> they have a section where they sleep. They have a yeah. little cooking section. And See, that makes more you. sense to me. And it makes more sense to be a minimalist in that space because you're choosing that life. You don't have space for a lot of things, but they have the essentials. They have the basics. They have what they need. I'm not saying I could do it not long term, at least, because that just sounds like a lot. But I'm not sleeping in no van. <laughs> <laughs> You know how terrified no, you know how terrified I have been about being kidnapped and putting in the back of the van. Oh, you mean to tell yeah. me I'm no. choosing to live in the back to live in the back of the van? <laughs> no. How about no? How about have, I say I did and then I don't? Little bed. No, man. f that. <laughs> you might as well just get a, a, a like you said a motorhome or something. And I wouldn't even I wouldn't. Look, obviously, push come to shove, and I didn't have no no other means, and that was just you know last resort. Cool, but me actively choosing to do it, no, it's not for me, you know. And more, I, I yeah. guess, more power to the people that are able to, but I just can't. No, and then look, and then on top of that, if I was doing it with a partner as well, like I I have, I don't want to say I have intimacy intimacy issues because that's not it. I've never lived with somebody, so can you imagine not even living with them in a in an actual place? And then you guys decide like, hey, like you know what? To cut not only just cut back on whatever the rent and everything, let's just get this van and we're just gonna backpack through wherever. 
through, you know, and we'll just live in the van. Backpack through life, though, because that is now your permanent residence, not just through somewhere, not just like vacation. Like people are doing this as permanent residence. And who gets the house? You know, who gets it at the end? Whose name's on the on it? On the know? van? Yeah. Whose name is on the van? Who gets I don't it? Know. It's the same. I mean, that's no different than the house house, though, when people break it. I don't know, but see, that's <laughs> but, why you, that's why you, that's why you always have a side place, kids. Okay. <laughs> just saying, just saying, don't listen to, you know, I don't have experience. Auntie Marlena doesn't have experience, but do you be damn sure that if I do enter into said situation where I am living with someone, I will have a place to escape. I will. I think Not that's be- my thing. I think that's, that's more of a setup for folks who want to be outside and who want to travel, which is why I can understand. Like it's more comfortable than being in a car. And although a motorhome would be more ideal in the situation of like having more space, a van can travel most places where a motorhome would be more challenging to travel most places and, and probably better gas mileage too. So if you are a traveler, you're going places, you're looking to kind of be out and about a lot. You just need a space where like you don't always have to get a hotel room. You can park it somewhere and sleep in it when you need to or whatever and don't have to like pull over and, you know, find a hotel and like random places and like don't have to map things out as much. I can kind of understand it. Is that the way that I want to travel? Not necessarily, but I get it that I get. And I think it's for people who want to be outside. Like you park the van you sleep in it, but then you go and you explore, you hike, you go be outside. You don't, you're not one of those people who just hangs out in the hotel room when you go on vacation. You choose to go and do activities and be out and about. I can kind of get that. I can get that life. Would I do it for a trip? Yes. Would I do it permanently? No. <laughs> I can't see that for myself. But I, I get it. I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know what are the rules, you know, because, okay, we have motor homes and stuff like that. Right. And, and you have uh, the, like the tiny homes and stuff and they have their own little places. Like I know Malibu, like I think it's somewhere in like Pacific Cove. There's like people that just live off of their, you know, whatever they're, yeah. I guess not a van, but definitely living out of something. And um, they have plumbing and they have all these things like what are the rules because don't the cops be walking around tapping on people's windows saying you can't sleep in the car so i'm just and like there i mean but there are places where you there are places where you can go and set up like they have lots for that and places where you can like rent a spot or different things like that and then to be honest with you some people are just parking places and they shouldn't be there but a lot of the times you can you can pull into a spot and ain't nobody gonna bother you or depending like I think I wanna say, I don't know if this is like verified, like you're allowed to, but people park in Walmart parking lots and sleep there all the time. Yeah, I'm not trying to get robbed. I'm really not trying to get robbed. Um, it's definitely a different life. For sure. But I understand and can be cool with it as long as you have everything you need. You were talking off the air about somebody who they were living in a van, but they were going to the the gym to take a shower. Yeah, girl. Like they didn't have I saw that. access to a yes. shower. Like there's no shower. No. 
See, that I can't get behind. These little compact showers that they put in the vans, I can get down with that. And then maybe you go to a gym or a hotel and get a, a more full shower when you need a little bit more. Cool. But if you don't have access to your basic needs, you can't bathe on a regular basis without going. No. Mm-mm. Well, they become members of some like, you know, Equinox or something. And then Still, they just go. I don't want to have to wait for the for Equinox to open up for me to go take a shower. What if Be- it's like they're beholden? Happens and they're I'm beholden. Dirty? No, they're beholden to like, Equinox. What if what if the van broke down and now we gotta fix it and now I'm filthy dirty, but Equinox is not open? What are we gonna do? You're fucked. That's what that means. I don't I'm not about you're that just way. gonna get some bottled water and some herbal essences from the 99. And you're going to just take no. care of it. No, Katrina is not. Oh, That's not okay. what Katrina is well, <laughs> They said they want us to be min- <laughs> minimalist. There's minimalism. And then I don't I don't know what the other thing is, but that's it. And I don't want that. Yo, I've read I wa- a lot of these things I saw on YouTube and I, I don't know. There's it's, minimalism it's- and then there's homelessness. Yes, and <laughs> and and a lot of them tote the line. I'll just say that they really tote the line. But oh, people have a reason why they do so, the things they do. So that's the thing I have questions about, though, because I think some people acknowledge it as like fighting capitalism and like, OK, I kind of get that. But how far do we go with this? And some people acknowledge it as like saving the earth. And I get that. But again, how far do we go with this? Heal the world. We're making it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. It is not a better place for me when I don't have a shower. That is not better for me. I hear you though. It makes me wonder if this whole movement around non-attachment has gone too far. I think there was a spiritual push or there was a push in these very whitewashed spiritual communities around not being attached to things and how you're not supposed to have attachments and how that's not healthy and you're supposed to just be unattached and be free flowing and all that kind of stuff. Sounds like a goop magazine like article. Yes. And I think it's gone too far. I think we have to realize to some degree that it is healthy. It is a part of the human experience to have attachments to things. We have attachments to each other. Like we, we desire connection and love and what's the other word? We desire... We desire to be seen and to be heard and to feel, I don't know, like involved, connected. We want I, love. I feel, I feel like it's, it's that, like we are attached to things and I, I can see how wanting to step aside or step out of being so attached. Right. You don't want to be a down. hoarder. Exactly. And taking it down. And, and attachment I, doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you need all of these things. It's just that. That too. Right. Unless you're a collector. Sure. But now, even then, do you need you them? You don't need them. You want them. Right. And it's something that you like doing and it's a hobby of yours. As long as right. it's not like you can't get in your house because you bought every single, you know, action figure of blah, blah, blah. Like unless you are running a business and you want to sell said action figures, that might be a little much. Right. 
Uh, I would even go as far as to saying even having a storage unit dedicated to something that you're right. you're collecting is also maybe a little too far. Uh, but you know, some really like nice pieces of something. Uh, yeah, like why not? Why can't you hold on to those things? And then I, I say, you know, I have a friend he he collects vintage clothes and different things. We're not even collects. He has a lot of different clothes and just said things. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are addicted to fast fashion. They're just addicted to it. And he preferred to just purchase just, well, he, I know a couple of people like that, but they prefer to purchase just certain pieces so that it lasts longer. And that I understand. But then I, but I, I also can play devil's advocate and understand why people have fat who get fast fashion because most of the things that are quality do cost more and if you see something you know especially when we're living in social media age and people Mm -hmm. are acting like they're celebrities and they can't wear the same thing twice and all these and I can understand how you can get swept up into that absolutely so I think it just needs to be balanced out I just don't think it should be so you know the way of he almost argued to the fact of like, yeah, just let it go. Like, yeah, keep keep your item for set amount of whatever time that is. But like, go ahead and let it go because then it'll go on to somebody else. It'll move on to another story. Someone else is going to enjoy said piece. Yeah. But I'm always thinking, well, damn, man, I bought that because it's personal to me, though. Sure. I'm not thinking about the other person. Right. Um, And I think there's a difference between the things that you're collecting, like action figures versus clothing. mm -hmm. If you don't fit the clothes no more, get rid of them. Or if you're not going to wear them or you haven't worn them, get rid of them. Somebody else can absolutely utilize that. But this action figure collection, though, somebody else is just going to put it on their shelf. (laughs) If that's something I enjoy, if it brings me joy, I like it is something that I fine to be a hobby and it feels good to me and it's not disrupting my ability to function maintain relationships maintain my home then why not I should be allowed to have that it's something that I like it's something I like looking at it's something I like putting my money towards like that's why we work we don't just work to pay bills I hope like you should I hope I, you should be allowed if you have some additional income to do something with that. I don't think it has to be this like, oh, I'm not attached to anything. All I have is my basic needs. That's that's a lot. And your one banana. You can have three or four lipsticks. You can have <laughs> <laughs> you, you can have multiple pairs of shoes. You could have some cute little decor in your house. Hell, you can have furniture. No, Good. girl, she didn't have no furniture. I don't understand that. That don't make no sense. <laughs> that don't make no sense. She didn't me. have that, no that's furniture. That's not even minimalism to me. That's just, I don't know. Then that's- live in, a, I'm just saying, then live in a tent. Like, why are you living in a structure if you don't, you don't even have a bed? That's crazy to me. At this point, I might as well just rent an Airbnb because clearly. It just keep moving because that's, yeah. Y'all have taken this stuff way too far. I'm going to need y'all to chill out, okay? (laughs) We can have stuff. 
it's okay to have stuff. It's okay to have stuff. And I yep. totally believe in passing things down. I Absolutely. really do. Absolutely. Um, because they don't make things the way that they used to. Absolutely not. And so sometimes it's nice to have something that's older and vintage and that, you know, you can appreciate from said time. I don't think that we should just you know, I, I guess I'm a little traditional in that aspect where I feel that we should have some type of memory of what was in the past. Do you need to dwell in it? Does it need to recycle all the damn time? No, not necessarily. But yeah. uh, I think it still is nice to see where you come from, where you came yeah. from and how you you've evolved, like how yeah. said things have evolved. But I don't know how much they've evolved, girl, because... <laughs> I'm walking around in the nineties is back. And I didn't know we were going, I didn't, it feels so strange because I lived in the nineties. And so for them to be like, Oh, the 1900s, you know, they're making this joke right now. It about, sound like it's real old. Yes. Listen. And it's disrespectful. <laughs> it really so is. Disrespectful. It really But is. imagine if you had kept all your nineties clothes, you'd be in fashion right now. Popping. I had all the clothes. I couldn't wear none of that stuff no more, though. But you would have the authentic stuff. Yeah. I'd probably sell it. it I'd sell it. it And you would make a good. I would get, yeah, I would get some good money for it. Uh, I couldn't wear any of that. I was pretty thin. (laughs) I'm about to say, not only pretty thin, we were really young. That too. I don't think what I, I would wear those clothes anymore. No, I just thought about that. In the 90s, so, we were pretty young. Yeah. yeah. No, it wouldn't work. It was a nice thought, though. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm telling you, I could get some good clothes. But I don't know, because my sister told me the other day that, I mean, sidebar, but she told me the other day that she was an extra small. And I said, Extra small what? Just in general. And I was like, wow, man, I can't even, I don't remember the last time I was extra small. I really don't. Me either. I don't know that I ever was an extra small. I'm sure that I was for maybe a second. (laughs) No, I was, I was pretty small, like sixth, seventh, eighth. I was very small then, but I would say once I no, even when I got out of high well, no, yeah, when I got out of high school, at least I was a little bigger, but extra small, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. And it I was depends small. on what we're talking about. I, it depends on what we're talking about because extra small sometimes is a zero to two and sometimes it's a two to four. Oh no. So if I was no, I would say zero to two. Yeah. Extra small, zero to two. I don't know that I ever was that size. Oh, I could I, never, the zeros would never fit over my, my, my hips and my, my track booty. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't have none of that then. So. <laughs> my little I athletic definitely. legs wouldn't let that happen. Even though I was really small, I could never do that. No, I didn't have none of that yet, but, um, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. It's okay to be attached to. It's okay to like things. It doesn't even have to be attachment. It's okay to like things. It's okay to desire things. It's okay for your home to look like a home. That is okay. I wish we could like normalize that again. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And blankets on the couch. 
and a place to kick your feet up that you ain't got to worry about getting dirty. Like, yes, I want my home to be clean, but I also want it to be inviting. I want it to be warm. I want it to be a place where you can come and hang out and have a good time. I want it to be a place where you can sit down. I'm mad that you didn't acknowledge what I just said. (laughs) I just gave you the whiz by quote and you had no reaction or you had an internal reaction I and did you have an decided to pass <laughs> me by <laughs> you decided to pass me that on by face? I did I saw it on your face and I was having a moment okay I'm sorry the Wiz was a classic y'all and I'm sorry no place like home bullshit from the Wizard of Oz is nowhere near the same as home, sang by Stephanie F- Stephanie Mills, then passed on down the freaking, you know, Diana. Then Lena Horne was singing. It's just an overall good song. Thank you for that sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <gasps> y'all know what it's supposed to look like, okay? And it ain't supposed to look like that shit. Well, then One, you know what? It should for the right per- person and for the right If reason. that's your thing, no judgment. I also want last statement because you just brought up the whiz and then that made me think about black folks it also makes me like that's not our decor as black folks like that's just not what we are into normally it's nice it looks cute but I think that is a very western society American aesthetic that is not like an African or Caribbean aesthetic we are more into prints and colors and like things that feel more lively, even if it was just a few of them, even if it's minimalistic, it would still be like color and life and vibrant and stuff like that. And so I think as you were saying, like the whiz and all that whole little sidebar you just went on, it made me also think about that. Like, is this even our aesthetic as Black people? And maybe it is for some of us, but just culturally, I don't think that's us. I don't know. I honestly can't say because I think we all should just have, why can't we all just have multiple things, like multiple like wings, you know? So then you'll have your minimalist section of the house. Sure. But, but then, then it there's be minimalism. Margaret. Yeah, no, yes, it would. No, house. yes, you would. It would be <laughs> more water use, more electricity use, oh, more gardening, more land, more, land. <laughs> more, more, more materials. More. To this build is America. This is America, right? Mm-hmm. The home of the, the land and the free, the home of the brave, right? <laughs> home of the brave. <laughs> You don't even know what the land is about. No, I really don't. We don't don't either. America doesn't know. They don't know. But everything's bigger here. (laughs) That's Texas. (laughs) No, that's America. They blame that on Texas, but that is America. I don't care where you go in the world. You come here, you're like, damn, this is a lot. This is a side of fries? This is... This Except is our small... housing is going in the opposite direction because everybody's moving into tiny houses and vans. Tiny houses, vans, and small high-rise, I mean, high-rise buildings with small square footage with high right. prices. Right. No, thank you. Y'all can keep it. Y'all can keep it. I don't even like the... F- I'll say this one last thing and then we'll get off of this. I don't even like the fact that they're not putting bathtubs in houses and apartments anymore. They're only putting showers. 
and it'd be these big ass showers that you could you could have put a bathtub in there. No, I don't I don't understand this. I really want one separate. A bathtub? Yeah. Separate bathtub. But it doesn't even mean I just want the option. It doesn't even mean that I'm going to be taking a lot of baths. Right. But it's nice to have a bath for when I want to take a bath. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. How did we get here? (laughs) Talking about minimalism. Well, I didn't realize how much it stretches across so many different areas of our lives. It really does, though. It does. I didn't realize it. Uh, is a minimalist or cheap <laughs> or both? <laughs> I don't know. One will never know. Yeah. Is it good? Is it fireworks or gunshots? The hood might never know. How did we get here? I don't know. But, you know, as always, do what's best for you, y'all. Just, you know, keep it cute. Do what's best for you. And keep it original. And keep balance. Balance is important. That is all. next segment is called roses marlena who are you giving your rose to today um i'm gonna give my rose to my male some of my male friends like my guy friends that are literally friends you know they really got my back um yeah i just appreciate them when they kind of check in or they say something that i wasn't expecting Mm. um not because they're not good people already, but you know, sometimes you get taken aback by uh the other side, you know. I don't want to say the other side. We should all the be other side. we should all be one, but you know, a lot of times there's a lot, it feels like a lot of men versus women, and women should mm. do this and men should do this. And when I, you know, am around somebody or you know, get a big ups or props from somebody, you know, that is um opposite because you know I got a lot of women in my life that of course are cheering me on and are super supportive and down but it really does mean a lot when I hear from someone else you know from the other side so um shout out to them and I hope that I'm you know as good as a friend as they are to me so shout out to them shout out to them it does make a difference when People of the opposite sex are able to acknowledge and to do it in a way that is tasteful and nourishing and not and, like and non-threatening. Yeah. Yeah. It helps to remind you. I, it helps to remind me. I'm not going to speak for you. It helps to remind me that, you know, there are some some decent men out there. And I think I know that and I believe that. But sometimes moving through this world and this society, it can be hard to remember because the things we deal with with men on a regular basis. And so it's nice to have people in our circle who can remind us that like men can be caring and nurturing and loving and acknowledge us in non-threatening ways. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. We do. So Katrina, who are you giving your rose to this week? I want to give my rose to some of the Black spiritual podcasters out there. I was on like a podcast binge this week, just listening to some podcasts I've been following for a while that I haven't, I just haven't been tapping in for a while as much. 
um I was like watching more TV than I normally do which is very odd for me and so I've switched back over to like reading and audiobooks and listening to podcasts and lately I've this week it was just like a lot of like spiritual podcasts and I just really appreciate them um all the ones that I follow are black spiritualists black people who talk about spirituality um people who are in like the magic and hoodoo uh, circles. And I just appreciate how much I, how well I feel after I listen to them and how inspiring and uplifting and um, encouraging they can be and how much I learn and how much I gain from just listening to these podcasts on a regular basis. And it helps me to reconnect spiritually myself which is a journey that, you know, I'm still exploring. Where do I land and what feels good to me and all of that kind of stuff. So I just want to shout them, shout them out because as we are doing our podcast and as I'm listening to other podcasts, I, I think I have a greater appreciation for all of the work that they put in to put out podcasts on a weekly or, you know, I think one of the podcasts, they put out something twice a week um two or three times a week and I'm like wow that's a lot so I just have a lot more appreciation for the work and the effort that goes into that and the information that they're they're sending out the interviews that they do the people that they talk to the things that they talk about I just really appreciate them it's given me some encouragement and also I felt like really creative and like open this week which I attribute to just listening to new ideas and things of that nature so shout out to all of them I don't have any particular ones that I would name because I've been listening to so many this week but Black spiritual podcasts are my jam lately if you are listening to any like if you aren't go find some if you are continue to listen because it just it's very uplifting and it feels really good so i want to shout them out for getting me through the week shout out to them yeah i'm a avid podcast listener not necessarily spiritual but i feel like i have a connection with one podcast and i have been listening to them for quite so many years like since they started yeah and they've been on a hiatus mm. and I've noticed you mm -hmm. know you notice when you haven't heard and I didn't know how you know into it I was until right. I noticed that they weren't uploading yeah um so but you know shit happens I know they'll be back yeah but that's uh -oh. the thing too though like I've I've been listening to some of these podcasts like off and on for so long now that like I see how much they're growing and how different their episodes are and how much the like it's more robust and they have segments or they have new interviews or they got cute little music in the beginning like <laughs> I appreciate the amount of work and effort they're putting into making this sound good for their community um and I'm witnessing it. I'm seeing the growth that they're having. And I just appreciate them. Shout them out. Love them. Well, that was another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. For show. Sure.